You are listening to the Novel Writing Podcast, episode 45. Grab a cup, cozy up, and let's get to writing. Today's episode is the 41st of 60 daily episodes that pair with the videos of Haley's 60-day novel writing challenge. You can watch the first five days of the challenge for free on Haley's YouTube channel, and the link to that is in the description. Day 41 of the challenge is about writing villains. Right off the bat, I have to say that anti-heroes are becoming very popular. They're not necessarily villains per se, but foils to the heroes. Loki, anyone? It's more relatable to have an anti-hero whose motivations you can understand and maybe even sympathize with, even if their methods are not exactly morally acceptable. Loki is the perfect example of an anti-hero in the Marvel Universe. He's not motivated by evil or darkness, but rather the desire and the need for acceptance and recognition. Thanos molds him into an antagonist for the Avengers, but if you watch the whole Marvel arc for Loki, you watch his true motivations come out by the time Avengers Endgame begins. I think a lot of writers confuse villains with antagonists. Every story has an antagonist, while not every story will have a villain or even an antihero. The antagonist is simply the obstacle to the protagonist. Whether it's the person, the weather, government, politics, natural disasters, the list of possible antagonists is endless. And if, you know, side note, you're writing a story where the protagonist is actually the villain in a different story, that person is still your protagonist, where the hero, or I guess the anti-hero in that case, would then be the antagonist. So depending on the perspective that you're writing from in the story, your villain might actually be the protagonist, and the hero might actually be the antagonist. Just something to think about there. Good villains and good anti-heroes have backstories that help the readers understand where they're coming from. Even if we don't agree with what they do, we can see how it would make sense for them to reach that point. When I was writing The Prophet's Ruin, I ended up spending an entire virtual write-in, plus some time afterward, working on a complete, detailed backstory for the villain. And that inspired writing a villain backstory standalone book that I will do after the main series is over. Doing that while I was writing The Prophet's Ruin let me write that villain way more in-depth, and that gave the villain depth and dimension that I wouldn't have been able to give without the time spent figuring out the backstory. And finally, doing an episode on villains, I would be remiss to not mention that Dolores Umbridge is a much worse, much more believable, real and horrifyingly relatable villain in Harry Potter than Voldemort could ever hope to be. I dare you to fight me on this. Everyone who reads Order of the Phoenix can see elements of their worst teachers in Umbridge, and Umbridge represents the real possibility of corruption that can infect any society, any government, and any institution. If you can write a villain as hated as Umbridge, I applaud you. That's it for this companion episode to Writing Villains. Thanks for joining me today, and I will see you tomorrow for Day 42. The Novel Writing Podcast is a production of Tally Inc. To find out more about our writing resources, including the 60-Day Novel Writing Challenge, check out the links in the description.